This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. The mobile movement and EMV. What top trends in payments are likely to have the greatest impact on the financial industry in 2011? Jack Jania, who oversees mobile and EMV initiatives for Jamalto North America, shares his thoughts about future regulatory mandates, the mobile payments movement, and the EMV chip standard. Jack, we've spoken before about a possible migration to the EMV chip standard here in the U.S., but a lack of supervision or mandates is one of the reasons or a couple of the reasons experts say U.S. card issuers have been reluctant to make a move forward. As the current regulatory environment ebbs and flows, do you foresee an EMV mandate coming down anytime soon? And if so, what entity or body would likely oversee that mandated move? Tracy, that, that's a good question. And I would say that the regulatory environment is looking at EMV but I don't see any action anytime soon. What I do see is external pressure from outside the U.S. uh, to adopt EMV. An example is China has publicly stated that 2015 they will stop issuing Magstripe cards, and I know for a fact that Europe has also been discussing within their regulatory bodies doing something similar in the similar time frame. If those two initiatives happen outside the U.S., the U.S. will be forced to move to EMV in order to be compliant with the rest of the world. Now, from a mobile payments perspective, EMV might be a good fit since it's based on chip technology that can easily be integrated into mobile devices. What role do you see mobile playing in the EMV move or a move to an EMV-like payments technology in the U.S.? I see mobile is a very good platform. Uh, it is based on uh, chip contactless technology today that has uh, EMV-like uh, security mechanisms in it. So I see mobile being a very good platform and a good fit. Now, when we look at 2011 and consider mobile and EMV, what do you expect to be the emerging trend or trends? Could 2011, for instance, be the year that EMV actually gains some ground in the U.S.? Well, I would say absolutely, specifically targeted at international travelers. What we see is uh, U.S. Magstripe cardholders are having an increasingly difficult time using their Magstripe cards outside the United States. And uh, some companies, uh, one of the financial institutions, which is the United Nations Federal Credit Union, has already issued EMV cards in the United States uh, to address this international traveler uh, problem for their cardholders. It's actually card acceptance. And also, TravelX, which is a company that is now offering EMV prepaid cards to international travelers in all of the major U.S. airports in the United States. So movement in mobile payments obviously isn't a surprise, and it sounds like a movement toward EMV might not be a big surprise either. But whether EMV gains ground or not, mobile payments will obviously take off in the U.S. What innovations do you see taking off in mobile payments in 2011? I see, I see the biggest difference is twofold. Um, what we call the um, trusted service manager service is now to the point where it's deployable in scale. And the second uh, initiative that I see 
uh, taking place that is a positive trend is the beginning of mobile device availability with built-in NFC technology. What the uh, Trusted Service Manager solution provides is over-the-air provisioning of payment card account information on the phone and that also requires an NFC-enabled phone. So those two things that are coming to fruition in 2011 are really going to be the drivers for mobile payment in 2011. And you've probably answered my next question, which is, can we expect to see more NFC or near-field communications? It sounds like the answer yes. is yes. It's the same thing, because NFC is, is contactless payment just with the cell phone. It's uh, contactless payment like you can perform today with a contactless uh, payment card that is issued in the United States. But that technology just moved to a cell phone. And what you also get the benefit of the cell phone is the over-the-air provisioning, meaning that account information can be added to your phone without necessarily going into your bank. And as we move forward, what's happening in the payment space? I mean, what are some of the things that are standing out to you the most? You and I have spoken before about the payment spectrum as it relates to transit moving from closed-loop ticketing systems to open-loop payments. Do you see this being a big trend, something that we should be paying attention to more than we are? I see that as a, as a trend. We're starting to see, from a business perspective, many of the transit agencies putting out uh, tenders to look at open payment systems. And this is a definite change in that ecosystem. That ecosystem historically has been closed-loop uh regional payment type of uh, ticketing agencies and now they're looking at using an open loop payment mechanism you know that could be Visa, MasterCard, American Express branded contactless to allow them to uh, basically get out of the ticketing business and just become a merchant from a payment perspective. And what about the impact of social networking sites such as Facebook? We hear a lot about Facebook impacting the payment space. What do you expect to see in that area of payments in 2011, if anything? Well, as far as social networking and peer-to-peer payments, it's still nascent. It's still relatively very small as we speak today. Um, I see it growing, but I don't see it having a major impact uh, for a number of years. And, and looking forward, it will probably be integrated into the standard payment brands, you know, moving forward is what I would suspect. And what about security challenges? And we've talked quite a bit about mobile, so I'm going to wrap this question around mobile, but we could talk about other security challenges that are posed by other types of technologies. When we talk about near-field communications, mobile payments, what are some of the things that financial institutions should be looking to when it comes to security and fraud prevention? Well, all of the security features of, of NFC are of benefit to financial institutions. Uh, what you'll actually see is increased security with the role of the trusted service manager because provisioning can be done securely and encrypted to your cell device. But what I also see with EMV, EMV is much more secure than our existing 
and what I'll call old mag-striped infrastructure, which was never designed initially for security. Uh, EMV, from its from its onset and creation and inception, has always been designed for additional security, which requires a pin with every transaction. And so how would EMV help to address some of those security challenges? That was my next question. And let's say that we did have an EMV-like technology on a mobile device. Are you just saying the incorporation of, of a pin in the transaction, not just having a chip transaction, would be the answer? Well, it's, it's the pin helps, but in EMV and in these scenarios with a uh, computer chip involved, because there's a microprocessor chip in an EMV card, there's also a microprocessor chip involved in an NFC transaction in a mobile phone. That chip has unique security keys that makes that device and uniquely signs each transaction. So the EMV technology and the NFC technology is not susceptible to cloning like Magstripe technology is today. So that would be the major benefit of going to NFC and EMV technologies is it, it will eliminate the problem of skimming and card cloning. And before we close, Jack, could you name the top three payments innovations you expect to have an impact on mobile and chip-based payments, whether EMV or some other form, in 2011? I would say, you know, the top three is basically, you know, traveler card programs based on EMV chips being issued to U.S. customers. Uh, I see that being deployed by many institutions in 2011. I also see the transit uh, open loop ticket payment system as being another trend coming, and that's really going to make travel uh, on uh, metro systems and, and subway systems across the United States ubiquitous to where anybody that has a credit card can easily access that. And also NFC will be a trend, and I expect with the availability of trusted service manager technology as well as additional handsets that you're going to see uh, substantial gains in NFC payments in 2011. I want to thank you again for your time today, Jack. Thank you for having me, Tracy. It was a pleasure. Again, we've just heard from Jack Jania of Jamalto. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.